Welcome back to another devotional in the book of Proverbs. Today, we finish the introduction to Proverbs in Proverbs chapter 9. This chapter will show us the call of wisdom, the call of foolishness, the results of them both, and two tests that will help us to determine whether we're walking on the path of wisdom or whether we're walking on the path of foolishness. It's going to be good. So if you've already prayed on your own, and if you've already read Proverbs chapter 9 on your own, then let's dive in. What we're going to do today is we're actually going to read the entire chapter of Proverbs 9. We're going to split it up and we're going to take a look at each part because every part is so good for us to learn. First, let's look at the call from Lady Wisdom in verses 1 through 6. It says this, Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her cattle. She has mixed her wine. She has also prepared her table. She has sent out her maidens. She calls from the tops of the heights of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. To him who lacks a heart of wisdom, she says, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake your simplicity and live and step into the way of understanding. Like we saw yesterday, Lady Wisdom calls on everyone. She calls on all and invites everyone to take wisdom's way, to choose the path that leads to righteousness and to eternal life. This road is long and it is narrow and not many people are on it, but while everyone else is taking foolish way and receive temporary satisfaction, the road of wisdom offers true and lasting satisfaction. The road of wisdom offers eternal life. Her invitation is open to you. She has even prepared a feast for you. Her intentions are honest and good. And what she promises you, if you choose wisdom's way, is again, eternal life. On the other hand, we see a different calling from a different woman in verses 13 through 17. So let's read that. The woman of foolishness is boisterous, a woman of simplicity, and does not know anything. She sits at the doorway of her house on a seat by the high places of the city to call to those who pass by that way, who are making their paths straight. Whoever is simple... Let him turn in here, and to him who lacks a heart of wisdom, she says, Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Wow, there are striking similarities in this call from Lady Folly, who is basically Lady Foolishness, you could say, from the call that we just saw from Lady Wisdom. Lady Foolishness is trying to lead you off of the road of wisdom. And she is trying to sell you the foolish way. And she calls on those who have chosen the path of wisdom. You see, if you have chosen the path of wisdom, you cannot expect an easy route. You cannot expect the road and the walk and the journey to be easy because it's not. 
Lady Folly, Lady Foolishness is there trying to persuade you, trying to lead you off of wisdom's path and trying to lead you towards foolishness. Lady Folly is calling out to you and pleading with you to turn to foolishness instead of wisdom. Her call is boisterous and it is annoying. She says, you may have had good wine from Lady Wisdom, but have you ever had stolen water? It is so much sweeter. It is so much better. You may have had good food from Lady Wisdom over there. She may have even prepared you a feast, but have you ever eaten bread in secret? It is so much better. You see, Lady Folly will do everything in her power to lead you off the path of wisdom and into foolishness instead. Now you must understand the results of each way, the results of each path. What is the result if you choose to walk in wisdom? And what is the result if you choose to walk in foolishness? Look back down at verse 6 of Proverbs 9. It says this, Forsake your simplicity and live and step into the way of understanding. What you receive if you choose the path of wisdom is eternal life where there is no more pain, where there is no more suffering, when there is no more sin, but just perfection. And where we just get to worship our God forever and ever and ever. And it doesn't get boring. We are always just so in awe of him and so willing and wanting and excited to worship our king. That is exciting and that is a good thing to look forward to. But what if you choose to walk in foolishness? What is the result? Look back down at verse 18. It says this, But he does not know that the dead are there, there with Lady Folly, that those she called are in the depths of Sheol. What do you receive if you walk foolishly? If you choose the foolish path, eternal death, where you will suffer in agony for the rest of eternity, forever and ever and ever, where all you will see of God is the wrath that he will pour out on you. Choose wisdom and receive eternal life. Choose foolishness and receive eternal death. Now, how do you know which road you are walking on? Well, this chapter gives us a couple of tests. Let's read verses 7 through 12. It says this, He who, discipl who disciplines a scoffer receives disgrace for himself, and he who reproves a wicked man receives injury for himself. Do not reprove a scoffer, lest he hate you. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. Give knowledge to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Make a righteous man know it, and he will increase his learning. I'll say the first test is this. Are you teachable? Are you teachable? 
The foolish man will hate instruction. They don't think that they need to be taught anything. They think that they know it all. The one who is foolish will respond to those who try to correct them with anger, with self-defense, and they will try to shift blame on everybody else except themselves. Is this you? Do you respond in this way when your parents try to correct you? Do you think that you know it all and that you have no need for any teaching? No need for any correction? On Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings, do you talk to your friends during the sermon because you just know it all and you have no need for any of the teaching that is going on? Do you ignore the teaching because you think that you know it all. If so, then maybe you are currently walking on the foolish way, on the foolish path with lady foolishness that leads to eternal death. On the other hand, the wise man, the one who is walking in wisdom, loves instruction. They know that they have not yet arrived at their destination, which is heaven. And so they desire instruction and teaching in order to fight off their sins and foolishness. The wise man loves instruction because they love their Savior. They love their God and they want to know more about him and they want to become more like him. And so they try to learn and learn and learn more and more and more so that they become more and more like him. Is this you? Is your greatest desire to learn more about God? Do you tell your D group leaders, can you please keep me accountable? Can you help me to fight my sin by keeping me accountable, by pointing out all of my sins? Help me. So how did you do? Did you pass the first test? Are you teachable? The last test is this. Do you fear Yahweh? Do you fear Yahweh? And it is so appropriate that we end the introduction of Proverbs how we started it. It always comes back to this. Do you fear Yahweh? Do you have a healthy respect and awe of God? In order for this to be true, you must know Yahweh. And in order for you to know Yahweh, you must know his son. Verse 10 in Proverbs chapter 9 says this, The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Friends, the biggest difference of those who choose to walk in wisdom and those who choose to walk in foolishness is that the wise men, the people walking in wisdom, have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. They know him and they love him. The ones who are walking in the foolish way, the ones who are foolish, know of Jesus Christ. They have heard of him, but they have chosen to reject him every time. And so they do not truly know him. They do not have a personal relationship with Jesus. The one who walks in wisdom knows Jesus Christ. And this is the only way that anyone can walk wisely in this life. This is the only way that anyone can receive eternal life.
John 14, 6 says, I am the way. Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If you want to choose wisdom's way, if you want to live wisely in this wicked world, if you want to receive eternal life instead of eternal death, look no further. You must first surrender your life to Jesus Christ, to Yahweh's Son. You must repent of your sins and you must put your faith in the work that Christ has done for you. He died on the cross for your sins and he rose again three days later to bring you new life. And if you put your faith in that and you turn away from your sins, then you will be able to receive eternal life and you will be able to walk in wisdom in this very wicked world. If you are already on wisdom's way, if you have already surrendered your life to Christ, that is so great. But remember, the road is long and it is narrow and it is not an easy walk. And everyone in this world will try to persuade you to come off of wisdom's way and to go back to foolishness. But my encouragement to you would be to fix your eyes upon Jesus and do not turn away and sprint. Run to Jesus, run to the destination on wisdom's way. Do not walk, sprint and run until you go home with him forever. It will be hard, but if you truly love Jesus Christ, then you will fix your eyes on him and you will keep running on wisdom's way and you will not look to Lady Folly who will try to persuade you to return back to the foolish lifestyle. Foolishness will kill you. Wisdom will give you life. That is Proverbs chapter 9. I'll see you tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 10.